Growth Mindset Guru. I help people articulate what they want, design a plan for them on how to get there, and then hold them accountable. My podcast, just another way of getting you to open up to yourself of what you really want to have. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Good day, as they say in, uh, in Europe. Well, I'd like to welcome Art Ware, my buddy and uh, owner, is here. owner of the Power White. Powerwise thinking, thinking podcast. Okay. And we got the I'm Ronald, growth mindset guru. I'm Ronald Hunt. I've been coach. doing the growth mindset guru podcast since 2020. How you doing, Coach? How are um, you today? I'm doing great. I I got to do a lot of coaching this morning, so I feel I feel energized. You've got, you've gotten your satisfaction level up. So, so someone asked asked me, you know, how they could get more energy in their life. I said, take a walk and do some coaching. Help somebody. Help somebody. Help somebody. It's pretty hard to be. I've heard uh, my uh, pastor say, "It's hard to be depressed when you're helping someone." It's it, almost impossible. It's almost incongruent. One of them go together. Um, not to go off on too far of a tangent, but when I was a younger man, when I realized that there were people who had bigger problems than I did, I became a better man. Yeah. Somebody said, you know, I, I felt bad when I didn't have any shoes and I looked and saw a guy who didn't have any feet. Any feet. And so, then I saw a guy who didn't have any legs. Yeah. Okay, so it just goes grotesquely worse. Mm. All right, we're looking at... The uh, law of the inner circle. We're, we're breaking talking, down. We're breaking down John Maxwell's, this is the 25th anniversary edition that I have, of will fool me and copy soul. Uh, the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership and John Maxwell's still going strong these days um, yeah, he's you doing can, very well yeah. uh, I'm, he's going to uh, Europe right now on a speaking tour if he was in America we'd be at his speaking tour this year yes we, we'll try to find our way to him somehow some way yep I think that um, uh, it's not just reading books because I know some of you out there are listening to us because you don't want to read the books right. but it's getting the material however you get it whether, exactly. you get, whether you get it from our podcast, whether you get it from YouTube, whether you get it from emails, just consume some really powerful content from people who have walked the walk before. Um, no one is perfect. Art and I were just discussing that. No, we're not. But, but uh, we are better people be based on the people we run with, which brings us up to this chapter. Yeah, the subtitle here is Those Closest to You Determine the Level of Your Success. How often have you heard you are the five people that you run with? Yeah. yeah. And who, or who you talk to every day. Sure. Mm -hmm. So try to up your game, folks. And if you're the smartest in your circle, guess what kind of circle you need to find? Oh, it's almost like not being able to identify the mark in a poker game, Art. Mm -hmm. I love it when I'm the stupidest person in the room. It happens every so often, and I just say, I'm going to be a sponge today. Now, I remember you were here, and I'm not calling any names or anything, but I remember you were doing a session with somebody that had discovered some all these miraculous inven inventions. Sure. And I, I'm like, I'd be really intimidated to be talking to these people. No, not Ron, at all. Ron is like, okay, we're gonna do so and so. Oh yeah, that was that's great, and I, I like, I love you for it. But it's just, you know, 
Um, there, just like every other thing in life where there's a zone of genius, mm -hmm. there are commonalities among the people who, who run the 1% of the people who invent 99% of the inventions in the world. Yeah, they all know each other they, for, for the most part. They connect. Um, they're mostly introverts. So I know that I'm going to be guiding that conversation. So I can, I, can, I can have a little leeway there as long as I acknowledge their genius and let them explain their, their, their innovation. There was one of them, Ron said, well, he doesn't need to hear one more time how bright he is. Oh, I, 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 I think that once is enough. <laughs> you don't need to keep going, right? Uh, I, how, uh, art, we both in cold geniuses in our life. Yeah. And we both we both genuflected. Now I just say thank you and move on. Yeah, move on exactly. Um, so who is in your cell phone? I want to know. You know, oh, you people out there, I want you to start emailing me someone in your cell phone who lives a little better life than you, is a little better leader than you, has is making a difference in their community. Someone that you know, that's the sort of person you should be hanging out with a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have them in your cell phone, start getting introduced to them. And you get introduced to them by going to events and meeting great people. You'll be introduced to better people. So, so when, when, we, when we reach a certain point as leaders and trying to be effective leaders, effective leaders rely on the law of the inner circle. They understand that those closest to them determine the level of their success. Oh, absolutely. Um, and John Maxwell, he's got a fondness for sports figures, I've noticed, Art. Mm -hmm. um, he points out that one of the great leaders he, uh, is Lance Armstrong. But I'm going to just turn away from that right now. Yeah, we're, I'm going to say, gonna I mean, quite how, how, about, how, about we, how about we take someone in the field of entertainment? How about someone like Bruce Springsteen, who assembled 11 people into his band who were all better at doing things that he couldn't do. He, he, he played electric guitar, but he hired two guitarists who were better than he did. Mm -hmm. He hired the best uh, gospel singers in the world to do backup for him. Mm -hmm. He hired two pianists because each one had a specific um, skill, spe set. skill set. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a leader to me, Art, because right. he's got to play in the band. He's still got to sing the, sing the songs. And, they, and they've got to do stuff that is going to be entertaining and, and reach a certain plateau or a certain level. And they all have to play on the same team. So I think that uh, we can we can look at it at all sorts of different Honey, let me call you back. ways in this life. So each person brings their unique skills to their team, but your potential is determined by those closest to you. That is the law of the inner circle in a nutshell. Um, and then he segues to Mother Teresa, and we love Mother Teresa, and. She became a saint for a reason, Art. But Mother Teresa um, says here um, in, in her quote. Can you, can you pause yours for a second? Yes, and Mother Teresa, here's a quote from her. You can do what you can do. I can do what you cannot do. Together, 
we can do great things. Excellent. And that's, that's again, that, that summarizes it perfectly. Mm -hmm. um, so John Maxwell wrote this book, and all the science says you can only teach people three to seven things at one time. But here he is, he's got 21 irrefutable laws, right? Mm -hmm. So that's a challenge for all of us. So we need to break it down into sections and do them one at a time. Exactly. So his next exactly. example is the Lone Ranger. I don't think anybody can memorize 21 things that easily. I know I can. I can. I can, but it's not easy. So, <clears throat> so I've got a question for you, Art. Are there any Lone Ranger leaders? Not to my knowledge. Um, no, <laughs> absolutely not. They, they, they what are, what's, what's but that, we glorified it, right? What's that phrase? If you want to go far, go alone. Right. If you want to go, no, if you want to go fast, go alone. And if you want to go far, then you take somebody with you. Take someone with you, mm -hmm. always. Mm -hmm. And um, the reason is, what happens if we get ill? Do we need someone to step up and replace us? Right. So, so right. training that next person and cross-training people, mm -hmm. it always turns out well. What if someone goes on vacation? Are we going to tell the client, oh, we can't possibly answer your question this no, week? We can't. No, we can't. That, that we would can't be a bad that, thing. We can't get that widget to you this week. We have to wait till they get back. So, no, nah, you can't. Do I'd that. say you got to exceed expectations. So, being a lone ranger is the opposite of being a, a, a leader. Yeah. Because if you're if you're alone, you're not leading anyone, are you? No. Uh, leaders that's find that's the definition of a leader. Yep. Leaders always find the greatness in the group, and he or she helps the members find it in themselves. Right. Isn't that a magical day, Art? When you, when you when you sit someone down and say you're really good at something, and their eyes light up, and and they can actually admit it. Yeah, it's it. it you know that that's what we live for. That light bulb to come on like that. In, in, my, in my coaching practice, I, I get to see those moments every so often. And, though I, and those, those are the ones that, that really make it all worthwhile to me. Sure, sure. So, um, Billy Graham, great leader, right? Great speaker. One of the best. You only kind of see his snippets on television, though. I would say he was a consistent person. Right. Meaning that he... You know, he never never fell from grace. Right. He never got caught, you know, in a hotel with some, you know, uh, in some, some compromised situation. Mm, no. So he knew where he stood, and we knew where he was, and we always knew that he was. But know. but I'm gonna if anyone's in ministry who listens to us, and I know that some people in ministry listens to us. Sure, sure. So I'm gonna mention a couple names who were in his inner circle: Ruth Bell Graham, Brady Wilson, Cliff Barrow. Mm -hmm. and, and, and George Beverly Shea. Yeah. All, all amazing, mm -hmm. amazing preachers. Yes. So, do you think that that running with that group, if he made a mistake in a speech, if he did not give the examples he wanted to give, they couldn't gently correct him? Or if, they, if he recognized that they had a skill set um, to help his audience that he couldn't give them the spotlight for a few minutes. Sure, sure. And it just made his movement so much stronger. And he became a confidant to eight presidents. And At least, yeah. You know, people all around the world who would come to him for advice. And I love the fact that we 
used to have universal truths where people of different um, persuasions could all agree on certain common goods. Sure. And he was one of the points in my childhood and early adolescence that we could agree upon. Right. So the problem is sometimes, some, some people out there are running with the same, exact same people that they are, the same weaknesses, the same strengths. Mm -hmm. And this creates what I like to call homogeneous bias, where I was at a networking event on Tuesday and he said, we're both Capricorns and we're both in our 20s. So we want to hire some, and I'm, so I'm, I'm they, looking at him. One of them don't need to be there. <laughs> and I'm looking at, and he, he, wants to hire, he wants to hire a Capricorn in his 20s. And I said, I mean, that's great for now, but what happens when one of you doesn't have that skill that a 30-something or a 50-something or, so, or a woman Ha needs needs to have out of your product. Yeah, you gotta be conscious of that stuff. You gotta, you gotta open yourself up to some diversity. I oh, I always ask people who's in your crew, and uh, some people, when when you drop them from your top five, you be gentle about it. You just start easing them out, mm -hmm. but they're they're gonna say you've changed, and and you gotta turn to them and go, yeah, that's where the growth is. Growth. Growth is what makes for change. Oh, so um, I'm I'm, think, I'm feeling we should have a quiz. Uh. <laughs> well, you were right. You, you, this, this, these were two relatively short chapters. Absolutely. So um, I want you guys to start taking some notes among yourselves um, because we're going to give Art the quiz after. But I want you to look at the people in your cell phone, your top five and ask yourself, do they have high influence with others? And if they do, they're going to introduce you to better people. Yeah. So uh, that's a good that's network. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely a great, a great thing. Mm -hmm. Do they bring a complimentary gift to the table? I'm not great with cold calling art. It's one of my least favorite things to do. I've done it throughout my life. I still do not enjoy it, but, you, but if I can hire someone on the team who can knock out those 20 phone calls for me, and, and then uh, I give them a list of the five things that they need to qualify people for, then I can talk to the two people who are truly interested. So find those people. Um, do they hold a strategic position in the organization? People in power who want to mentor the next generation are looking for bright younger people. We all need to give people a hand up and, and then they will need less of a hand out exactly. in their lives. Exactly. Um, and the last question I have to ask to everybody is are your friends adding value to you or your company? And you got to be brutally honest about it. Are they? I, I lost, I lost a client once, where I turned to them and I said, "Your partner is an anchor." And he turned to me and he turned ash white because I, what I was speaking was the truth. And I lost his business. 
His partner came up to me a year later and told me that that butt kicking was the best thing that ever happened to them because they split up the company into two parts and they both found other people who could who could fill in their blind spots. So it took, and I said, well, you could have called me then. <laughs> <laughs> At least give me some satisfaction, right? But but you know, but but we all have this with our children where we give we teach them something brilliant when they're 13, 14, 15 years old, and then 10 years later, they'll repeat it back to us as if it's an original thought. And if you're a good parent, you got to turn to them and say, that's a great idea, honey. <laughs> you better. Instead of, what did our folks say to us or, 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 whenever we repeated something back to them after the fact? They say, we told you so. We told you that already. We talked about that 10 years ago. Which one sounds better? Which one is the, going to... The latter, which you just said. That, That's a great idea, darling. Yeah, so if we've been... Son, if, I like that. Yeah, if we've brought some value to everybody here today, um, he finishes up with a poem by Ella Wheeler Wilcox. And my favorite part of this poem, and this is in the chorus, uh, I'm not going to read the whole poem to you. She says, Are the people who lift, and the, there are the people who lift, and the people who lean. So you're either having people who are lifting you up or you're having people who are tearing you down. Exactly. And we need to we need, know and acknowledge it. Right. It's just a fact of learning as to what what you know where you are with those kind of situations when they're you're confronted with them. Our best our best best friends, our partners, our, our wives, our husbands, they are not afraid to tell us of our blind spots. And we better love them for it because that's what that's what that we're talking about today. The inner circle lifts you up. The inner circle. Do you possibly of influence? Now, do do other people in your group positively impact other inner circle members? Not just the leader. Do they look out for each other? Yeah. Now he talks about them here as being the you know the ones that are the outer circle, the ones that influence. Others, including you know your influence, and they influence you. But you know, are they influenced by others? Um, I'm going to throw this out here right now. I said, if you can attract growth mindset givers, you will thrive in your life and in your organization. Yes. So, how do we identify, cultivate, and recruit these people? That is the secret. And he gives a couple examples here. There are only three types of people, and I'm going to let everyone guess out there which type you should be you should be running with. Number one, those who get it almost immediately, and then they're off and running with it. Mm -hmm. You got number two, Art. Uh, so okay, I got it. Yeah, those who are different. Those who are skeptical and and not sure what to do with it, and the third part is those who start out negative and hoping will all go away. So, most of us spend most of our time trying to help people like that. And what we should really be doing is helping that first group, the ones that get it almost immediately, and then they're off and running with it. Right. And we might have to think about replacing those, those people in the other two groups. So, um, never stop improving your inner circle. That's our secret. 
because great leaders launch great leaders and they're going to go away.